my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS tucker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm! January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going into shock. And it's good for you. Take your Taramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kids read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said, Nelson's bleed today. And I'll say it right to the camera, stop it. You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get this Taramax out. You're going to live a clean life. Yes, I go into a dissociative state because... You're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. Hello and welcome to a cunt-busting new episode of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you proudly by the Internet Chronicle, uh, the brainchild of Raleigh Sakers and the charitable trust. Um, Radio Hate is the hatenest half hour you're ever going to hear within a three-hour show. Guess what? We're, uh, we're sucking and fucking tonight, as usual. I don't know. I had a rhythm and I lost it. Fucking, you know, where do you go from there? No, Believable Droker, they love us. They take care of us. They're good shits. They're the sponsors of tonight's show. And uh, we got a lot of news. We got a lot of show coming up. So it's going to be a motherfucker tonight. Buckle up because Liebel Droker is going to take us on a hell of a ride. This one's for the brain worms. For all the brain worms out there uh, writhing around in your guts and your, and your brains. Because they're the brain worms, after all. Okay, so Liebel Drucker gave us Internet Chronicle. Chronicle.su gave us Radio Hate. Radio Hate is giving you this. Okay, I wasn't even sure if I should do another hate show. But you guys are dressed like you want it. So, you're getting it. All right. I know what a dirty little listener looks like when I, can, uh, when I see one, you know. You can't, you know, a listener can neither be seen nor heard. And yet, you're out there. And I should really, uh, you know, I owe you a little bit more respect than this. So let's get on with it. The unsightly, unseemly, uh, knotted brainworms inside you. Those mottled little writhing mounds of joy. Uh, that's the Internet Chronicle trying to get out. Okay, and what, are they, what they're saying in that silent, tiny little worm voice of theirs. Worms have such tiny little voices. But great big responsibilities, especially the brain worms who are writhing around inside your brains. Not only do worms uh, have, they have to tend their own little worm lives and, uh, and whatever, you know, they've got nine to five too, right? Digging through the brains, deep inside your bodies. It's as though you're pregnant with worms. Uh, okay, they've got their own shit dealing with worm politics fucking worm society on the brink of collapse and little brain worm war crimes okay they've got to they've got to deal with your shit too on top of that uh, angst unrest complacency conformity and other words that you would hear in a rage against the machine song turmoil 
and upheaval are regular features of worm life, and it's all because of you, listeners. So it's not enough that you torture yourselves, is it? you got to bring in your own fucking brain worms, okay? Now, they say that, like, that's what's torturing you. But what tortures the brain worms is actually you. And it's this feedback loop that you can never get out of. You're getting DDoSed by the brain worms. Monkey Touches in the chat is affected by the brain worms this evening. Welcome, JRA. And uh, everybody else that we're going to fight tonight. I was, uh, is, this, is this a good monologue? Is this like a Seth Meyers monologue? Seth Meyers looks like the kind of guy who squats, like perched up way up high over the toilet when he takes a shit. Like a bird. Um, I let him take the phone away. I'm not making Seth Meyers money. No, I am. No. <laughs> hey, you know what? The Internet Chronicle was registered in some kind of... In the sex offenders database. No, we were, we were recognized by the, uh, the museum. Okay, the museum building is closing, but the Freedom Forum Institute is sucking our dicks and has verified us as some kind of, um, I don't know, whatever the fuck, right? Um, a legitimate satire site. So here we are, immortalized on the public record as one of the least financially successful kinds of websites you can make, a satire news site. But there we are recognized. So thank you to the Freedom Forum Foundation for independently verifying the Internet Chronicle to confirm that yes, we are indeed a satire news site, and that's not changing. We're also, uh, we're not rich, okay? And I let them come and take my phone away. They wanted more money, and I said I didn't want a phone anyway. That doesn't bother me. I let it lapse because they won't automatically take it out of my credit card for some fucking reason. The reason is because there's some kind of a regulation that if they automatically take it from your card, it's a different kind of service. It's like a subscription service at that point, and they have to bill you differently. So they, you have to fucking call them unless you're, so, unless you're one of these motherfuckers that actually knows the password to your site and you keep up with this shit. I bet you even upload a picture of yourself to T-Mobile's build a profile, don't you? You fucking sniveling little fucking animals. They prompt you with a button and a form to fill in, and you just can't wait to fill it out, can you? Like a fucking worksheet. So, they don't take it out of my credit card automatically. Monkey Touches says, who the fuck is Seth Myers?" And it, so instead, I have to, yeah, I have to call them every month and say, hey, I'm a big boy now. Could I pay my card, please? And somebody on the phone is like, oh, yes, of course. Let me help you with that one. And you have to go through this whole thing. And they're like, hey, what is your pen? How about we reset your pen today? How about we get you set up with some different kind of address and way of knowing you? It's like, how about you fucking just make, not make me go through this, right? So, of course, Christmas Day is coming up, and I don't, want, I don't want to fuck with the phone and paying bills and shit. I just want to lay around cranking my hog. And uh, the phone doesn't go out. It never goes out like it's supposed to. You know, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm not thinking about it. And then I get a text, like, the day after Christmas saying that I owe them $20 for a line restore fee that they've never charged me in the past, and uh, plus the whatever it is for the month. That doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is what if I was, some, what if I was somebody who gives a fuck and, can't, and I can't live without a cell phone? What then? You know, I ha- so on Christmas Day, I fucking... You, like, that's how they break it to me, too. Like, there's no notification. There's no, hey, we got you this time, but letting you know that it, next time it happens. Like, it's nowhere. 
for for two years straight. That's how I've done it. I wait for them to shut the phone off, and the only number I'm allowed to dial is T-Mobile. So I call them up and have this that conversation every fucking month. But then this time they're like, "Nah, it's twenty bucks more." Go fuck yourself. I don't need. I didn't want the fucking phone to begin with. I I have this thing because everybody else wants me to fucking have it. But guess what? HateSec doesn't have it anymore. No phone. You want to talk to HateSec? You call the hate line. Okay, I'll fade you up. We'll do some radio. This is some bullshit to hang over poor people. Is what I'm getting at. Traditionally, they just cut the line and you and you pay your bill to get it back. That's it. This month on Christmas Day, they decided to charge me an extra twenty for a phone I don't even want. But if somebody's having trouble paying their bill, they're struggling generally, and tacking on twenty for for no fucking reason is just bullshit. It's not like there's an operator with a headset on and she's unplugging it from a board and plugging it into another board. Mm. Yes. Yes, just a moment. Hate sec is back online. They don't fucking... There's nobody manning that thing. I'm not inconveniencing anyone. They're inconveniencing me by making me live this fucking life where I gotta call shitheads and dial uh, pins and stuff. You know, I'm out of that world now. I'm fucking out of it, dude. But the phone being gone has, like, already changed my relationship to tech for the better, I would say. Um, two technology not with okay it's not a fucking partnership i feel like my relationship with my phone and we're taking it to another level we hooked up a pussy to it and it warms my cock the artificial pussy connected to my phone keeps my cock warm do you understand this is how hate sex stays wet or at least that's how it used to they had me connected by the cock and i would give out my phone number like this is my number. Call me for the cock. Monkey Touches in the chat says, service companies are fucking people over because they think that every state had the minimum wage increase. They're, they're so bitter about the minimum wage increase that they're just hiking up the phones. That's, that's pretty funny. Like $100 a month. Um, okay. Uh, JRA says, can you seriously not afford your phone bill? Oh man. No, it's it's nice. I I don't want it. I never want it back. The hate line is all I need. I'm over here stroking the computer. That's all. That's all daddy needs. And um yeah, dude, who gives a fuck? I emailed myself a file that I needed. Okay? And I and I set the phone down and right away I got the email. I got excited like, "Oh my god. I got an email." It was electrifying. Like, "Oh my god, an email." And I, I still got the phone, by the way. Like, you know, they can't come in my house like AT&T used to do when the phone was connected to the wall. Like, somebody comes by and fucking cut, cuts it loose with a box cutter and they take it away. So I still have the phone right here on my desk. And I try to find other people with my problem. And I go on the forums and stuff and I describe it just very carefully and thoroughly and in-depth and even putting down model numbers or whatever the fuck. And I say, has anybody ever, like, you know, walked away from the phone company and, like, you continue to use your phone? And somebody's like, oh, my God, I would never. No, I've never done that. Where, where are you even coming from with this shit? Like, I'm the asshole. Like, no, man, this is still, this is still a computer in my fucking hand. That's very useful out in public. The, the nice thing is, is that I, 
I don't have to fucking uh, worry about it ringing. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not gonna ring. Nobody's gonna bother me on it. Wherever I am, that's that's where I get to be mentally. What's your fucking problem with phones anyway, bro? You can't afford $55 a month? What kind of a piece of shit, scum-sucking, bottom-feeding, motherfucking useless, degenerate member of society are you? You won't. Dude, just give them the 55 and shut the fuck up. You know, you know who called me? And I would reach for the phone with that wonder and amazement of who could it be? was the scammers. That was the only numbers I, I didn't recognize. And there's nothing to, to hear from them. You can't even fuck with the scammers anymore because they're, they're just computers anyway, right? The Shaving subreddit, a place for men without fathers. Uh, Reddit is funny, man. We were talking about echo chambers earlier and that whole thing. And, like, I was thinking about that show Californication with, uh, you remember with Hank Moody? And um, he was always fucking up with his wife and trying to get back with her. And he was such a useless piece of shit. Like, they could never reconcile. And it was such a, it was such a quirky little show. And I figured there had to be a fan base for that, right? And so, three months ago, I was checking the Californication subreddit. Because this is, this is kind of where you go for fandoms, right? If it's not fandom itself. And some kid on here is, you know, he's about 22 years old now. He's confiding in the Californication subreddit. How Californication changed him for years to come. If you're not familiar with the show, it's basically just David Duchovny getting his fuck on left and right, enjoying his sex addiction and making sport of the whole issue. Okay, it's kind of a goofy thing, but he's a writer. The show itself was very good for the first few seasons, and then it got weird, right? They start going out to clubs, right? He's he's writing rap albums. He's When he's supposed to be a literary figure in America, like a young, up-and-coming, uh, actual literary novelist is the story that David Duchovny is this guy, right? So there is this pseudo-intellectual fanboyism around the smart personality. People who are just smart and like they that's their identity that I'm smart. Oh, I know a lot of stuff and I use a lot of big words and inappropriately. You, you'd find that they come up in conversation a little bit more than they maybe they should outside of like a boardroom or an executive meeting. That's the way I talk. I'm very smart and I get it. No, you know, I just, I know a lot of words and I, and I drop them are the kind of people who follow him. And these are also the kind of people that I remember like when I was in high school and college that they would wear fedoras and, and stuff. And those were the really extreme ones. But then there was a lot who who had the soul patch and like uh, the Taihitu Taoism tattoo on their chest and stuff like that. And like those would be the kind of people that follow Californication, right? So this is a really long way of saying... I found someone who uh, his life was changed by Californication, and he goes into detail about uh, Hank Moody and how Hank Moody quickly became his role model. So he says, As he became my role model, I did what humans do. I copied him and expected the same results. So he would wear like dark pants, 
um, a dark blazer, uh, a black t-shirt, you know what I'm saying, black boots. He copies the whole look, right? He says, my young brain drew the conclusion that if I dressed like Hank, the girls would come flocking. <laughs> he says, I would throw out all my clothes except the blacks, the moody blacks. From that point on, I would swear a vow that I would stick to black tees, dark jeans, boots, and blazers. He threw out everything. And this is what he came back with right? from the Moody Black store. And as I'm writing this, seven years later, I'm still wearing the same types of clothes, but much to much surprise, he means much, but much to my surprise, there was more to the look than expected. After saving up for my first pair of Timberland boots, or are you just supposed to say Timberlands and not Timberlands? He says, I felt proud walking in them. He's referring to his Timberlands. When I first went to the tailor to get my jeans shortened to the proper length, <laughs> so he's a short guy, I felt proud walking in them. When I bought my first blazer and finally completed the look, I felt a sense of completeness. Every day I wore these pieces, they reminded me of Hank. I felt that when I was in these clothes, I simply didn't give a fuck. They gave me confidence. I seldom worry about what to wear these days, because there's no choice in my wardrobe. He's 100% he's serious. The copied Hank style has evolved to my own throughout the years. In non-formal events, I'll be slightly overdressed if I'm wearing a blazer, which is great. During more, for, dur, during more formal event, it feels great not having to worry about being underdressed. These aren't simply my clothes. They are my uniform. And my uniform gives me confidence while it reminds me to be the person I want to be. Someone who enjoys life without worrying about every damn thing. And I went and I looked up, because uh, this is his profile. You can, you can search his username across the internet and stuff. And so I, <laughs> I can see videos of him this guy think is supposed to be Hank Moody, right? And I'm watching videos of him play Overwatch and stuff. And, <laughs> and I th and I remember the episode of Californication, um, where Hank Moody would spend 18 hours a day playing Overwatch, and it's it's uncanny. You can see pictures of this guy. Uh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, here he is in a hoodie. Oh my god, dude. Well, hey, you know what? Some people, they go their whole lives in and they're completely unaware of what they look like and um who they're who they're trying to be or who they what they think they look like and then what they actually look like are so different, right? And this sounds like the machinations of whatever cloud of delusion is getting pumped out around these people that's this fog of delusion that they can't see past it that like oh yeah just wearing this shit doesn't make me that person edward r murrow didn't fucking have a he didn't look like a question mark when he stood there in front of you he stood up he stood up straight and tall and he asked you short questions he didn't have to go to the tailor to have his pants shortened so that he would look like a fucking professional. 
he was just a tall man and they sold pants in his size. <laughs> See, I, I tend to shit on stuff like a little, I go too hard and then I don't want to fucking out the guy. You know who else goes too hard is this motherfucking, uh, I found this guy named uh, Pastor Stephen Rance. Oh no, his name is Stephen. His last name is not Rance, but he does a good rant, right? This is a pastor, dude. To get offended when I tell you that the leader of this cult is in hell today. He's burning. Oh, those who were burned at the stake, they may have only suffered for a few minutes or a few hours. But John Paul will roast in hell for all eternity with every last Catholic Pope before him. All of them. Every bishop of that damnable, wicked Church of Rome is in hell, in the lowest hell, and will be for all eternity. He's on a tear, man. And we need some preaching against the Roman Catholic Church today. You know, it's wicked, (laughs) murderous, hands dripping with blood, dark places filled with pedophilia and sick filth of homosexuality. These monasteries are like a queer bathhouse. Oh my god, dude. Look up Best Pastor Stephen Rance slash Hard Preaching. He goes so fucking hard, man. He goes so fucking hard. Hamflanks in the chat says, What's up, fuck boys? Um, and Monkey Touches responds with, Ham is delicious. That's true. I've met the man. We were just listening to past this pastor go off. He's having a shit fit. And somebody needs to point out this horrible dragging of the name of our Savior in the mud for the last 2,000 years. Making excuses for it. Acting like it's not that bad. It's wicked. It's nothing to do with Christianity. (laughs) It's wicked. (laughs) It's wicked. All right, this is dumb. Call the hate show, 917-675-4836. But we've still got a lot to talk about. And I want you to come in the next room. All right. Me and your mom are going to be in there waiting. Get up on my lap. Come here. Come here. You're going to come in the next room. And uh, we we got more to show to tell you. But you got to come in here. We're going to play a game. Did you? Hey, speaking of games, did you see the fucking... Uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein is on a walker. Oh, here we go. Let's see what's happening here. Chronicle.su, Radio Hate, you're on the air. What's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going? How you doing, partner? Hey, doing uh, doing fine, partner. How about you? Um, Yeeklaw, doing fine. (laughs) You've been, uh... (laughs) Scooting up and down that dusty trail? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to, uh, I had to take a swig. So what do I owe the drink. pleasure on this evening to catch a stranger such as yourself on this program? Strangers? Do you not you don't do you not have the uh the call screening thingy that uh Lodi does or Well they tell me uh that I don't know you. Oh, as well as I'm not even looking at the chat. I I can't I can't look at the chat while I'm on the phone. It's like too much stimuli or something. Do you pace the floors? Do I what? Do you pace around and uh, get nervous and anxious? Oh oh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, I've like I've always done that uh, since I was a kid. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's from anxiety. I I assume that it probably is, but it's not like I've been doing that since before I knew what anxiety was. So I I don't know. I I was on the phone last week. Uh, oh wait, it was last week. It's almost a week ago. I was on the phone with Load uh, on the last LRH, and uh, I was like walking around the the uh the neighborhood where i've like walked since i was 11 but um this is uh this is jordan o by the way and uh it's really funny too because actually like i almost lost like, my brand new bluetooth headphones on that call like i kept calling the show do you uh and uh if it if it talked if it if it if it yeah. picked up my my phone i was bluetooth connected with these headphones that said that they were good for calls. They said, I'm good for but calling, kept... partner, but they uh, their actions sang another song. Was f- hey, fuck, fuck the whole concept of a phone, right? It, it's fucked up that you should even have to call me on a phone, and we can't just do this over telepathy. Yeah, well, maybe someday. Do you know... I mean, they got the... Uh, uh, hey, do you know Weave? I know of him. I know who he is. Um, I know we're in Egg together. But I've never actually talked to him. I saw a YouTube video of him talking about some very, very deep, like, computer talk. And I was like, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Some guy was like, watch this video. It's funny. And then like, I was like 20 minutes in, like, where's the funny part? Yeah, like, waiting for the joke. And, uh, well, you know, the joke with him used to be uh, that he was anti-Semitic, hating on Jews. Jews are the punchline and everything. And, every, and it was a tongue-in-cheek JK kind of uh, uh, what everybody thought was just, you know, and then the dude went to prison. You know this whole story, right? I, 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 um, yeah, very, very basic. Like, I, dude I went heard to prison. that he was, uh, that was like his shtick and that it was overplayed or, oh, I read it on like a, like one of those 4chan, 8chan. Well, you know, places. it was edgy, dude. It was, it was the fun thing to do at one time was everything was the Jews. And uh, it was just the punchline to fucking everything on the internet at one time. So it came as right. no surprise that we would have come out of that. And uh, it's all laughs, right? Throwing our head back, Jews did 9-11, ha, ha, ha. But then he, he ended up going to prison, and I don't, I don't know if it was a survival thing or, or what happened there. But uh, uh, my buddy picks him up in the car from prison. He says, so I understand there's a tattoo. And he's like, yeah. So they go back to the place. Homeboy lifts up his shirt. We've got the uh, swastika tattoo. Oh, so it's like, oh, all right. So it, uh, it, you know, you do something ironically well, uh, for long enough, it, it's, it manifests as, uh, it sort of crystallizes as your behavior. It's like walking around saying, bruh, what's up, bruh? And then you say it enough, like you're being cute until it just becomes the way you say it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like, um, yeah, there's a couple different ways you could look at that. And like, I, yeah, I mean, I guess you could. He probably just did it for protection, but I guess you could look at it in a way of like, well, his the series of actions that led to him. But being here's the, there. here's the thing, right? Uh, people uh, people really shit all over this guy. I I think he's fucking crazy, and and there's nothing wrong with that. And I got a problem with uh, the, you know his feelings about people, and I think he's on a dark path. But uh, Jamie. Ask her Magfags from the show. She was uh, she remained a, f- a true friend to Weave, and I would ask her like, how do you remain 
friends with someone with such uh, abhorrent views as his. And I remember seeing her publicly addressing this stuff with him. She was a she was a friend to him in the way that you're a friend with a human being. And then she um, she respected him enough to uh, publicly confront his anti-Semitism and uh, hating on the blacks and whatever. So but, here's okay, what well, old hate sec extends to weave. I'll be his friend, you know, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to write about him and fuck with him uh, because I would do that oh, to a yeah. friend too. Um, I feel like um, he needs a friend, man. I, I, he he's got enough enemies. Am I missing the beginning of this, of this, the, the origins of this? Like, what is that? Are you being like, are you being like targeted for for writing negatively about him, or? Uh, what? <laughs> no, no. I mean, he's he has like kick banned me out of um, channels that he's in, oh. where it was obvious that I was uh, I was only there to antagonize him or to um, write down what he was saying. Oh, jeez. And I'll do. I'll always do that to him because uh, that's our relationship. But uh, it doesn't mean that I, I don't see him as a as a human being, you know. Oh right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like to know more about the guy. I heard he um, he had a picture. He had his picture taken with Sam Hyde or something. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I guess they're friends, or or he's a fan or something. I thought they were the same person. <laughs> No, I mean, well, I mean, I, I don't know. I saw a video. I mean, if it was, and it's, it's a pretty elaborate setup. I, I saw a video of Weave, and he just looked like a really, really skinny, like, geeky computer guy talking about hacking. That's the charm of so many people from FNet in general, is that they're they're funny, charming, uh, delightful people, some of them. I, I don't know if I would call them but, charming. Well, I mean, we're not talking about all of them. But there, there are some little, of them that maybe a little flamboyant uh, well, in the way he spoke. But I, I don't know that. I mean, whatever. You know, um, how much of that has to do with being a, like like a, I'm a, a more computer general jockey. point that I I look at them and uh, they they got some some hateful points of view and and um, and that is that juxtaposed to their kind personalities or, or like genteel sort of just being fun and playful is weird right like that's unexpected and it's something that yeah, I, I have to reckon with no I, I yeah i think a lot of people can get wrapped up in the like i mean there's i mean you can be someone who like spends like a lot of time on the computer and like it is a great place for you know it is a community and you have these friends and everything but when you're by yourself all the time, like on the computer, I think it, you may be a little more susceptible to, to like latch on to a certain thing that everybody sort of focuses on about you and then amplify it. You know what I mean? It's weird to see I, I don't know. a smart racist. And that's right, what I, yeah. there's, there's so much of them there. Like, that's how I feel about Sam Hyde, if, if he is actually racist, but I don't know that he is. I just know that he's a, definitely, like, in support of Trump, but that's all I know about him, really. I was, uh, my, you know, my grandpa is a brilliant man, also a racist. I, I came up, it was, I was at a pool party one time at his place, and uh, I, I got up out of the pool, and I was walking his way, and... Um, 
I just caught the tail end of a conversation, and he's like, and son, that's why the white man is the superior race. <laughs> and my uncle's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been taken out of context, like, um, no, like I know. episode of It's Always Sunny. No, because I know well, I him. I guess if you know the guy yeah. well enough. I know, I know what he, you know. I know what he feels, and it's it's weird yeah. to see a brilliant man who is also racist. Right, I think there's like a there's like some sort of like there's like a racistometer that kind of like I think a lot of people are like a little bit racist, but not like in a hateful way. And then there are people that are like straight up like, no, I fucking hate. Uh, you know, whatever. That's, a, that's an important distinction because some people I can. Uh, they're the kind of racist where they're like, nah, just don't like them. And I think that's okay. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. They're not hiring my dad, anybody. My dad is one of those people that was like, well, I've, I've learned a lot about, like about my dad in the past year or so about him. He's like, uh, how he's like, we're both like flawed in our own ways. He's not like any great, he's full of wisdom, but, but sometimes he'll say some stuff like, He's like, yeah, I was watching that Supergirl on TV, but then she had a black boyfriend, and I was like, come on, man, I don't want to see that. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What's oh the man, problem? he needed a trigger warning for the race mixing. Yeah, yeah, race mixing. That's like a weird thing to like. If we don't race mix, well, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, I'm half white, half Hispanic. He, you know, so during, I don't really understand uh, the whole black during what, the genocide of anywhere? the Native Americans. Uh, it was a white strategy. I brought this up at a in a college classroom. They everybody, uh, everybody like gasped in horror as if it was my fucking idea that I came up with. But I, I made the point that hey, one of the white strategies of uh, of imperialism and genocide was to have as much sex as possible with Indian women uh, to like wash out the blood to like you know, pollute their gene pool with, with white genes and make white the dominant genes as you continue fucking them. And this was not my idea. <laughs> I, right, I wasn't yeah. raising my hand like, oh, I've got a strategy. I know how we can beat them Indians. That's such, that's so extreme. Um, that almost, that reminds me, that reminds me of like, I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, how uh, there's like a couple of episodes in the later, in the final, uh, or the last season's, I don't know if they'll come around again in this next one, but at eight and nine, he was like, he was like having this uh, Palestinian girl hate fuck him for being a Jew. It was part of his kink. It was like, oh, you know, oi vey, you, you are fucking the shit out of me kind of a thing. Well, I think for him, it was just like he was getting laid and for her, uh, well, I guess like it was just, but also that it was like she was being so like, uh, what's the word? She was so hungry for it just because she hated him. I don't know. It was a weird, weird dynamic. But yeah, it's, that's a weird extreme to think about. It's like, oh yeah, we'll just we'll keep fucking them, and that'll that'll get the Indian out of them. That's that's really weird. Yeah, dude, and it and it goes it. and it flies in the face of their their uh, staunch anti-race mixing. But then we get into the real nitty gritty details, and they they are actually suggesting to use it as a weapon. So they're not talking about consensual sex. Like with a in a race mixed. No, I want you to have a healthy oh, race mixed relationship with that Indian woman. I think they're referring to just raping them. Jeez, that doesn't. I mean, are you triggered? No, no, not at all. It's just, it's just like, it's like it takes you on a ride to think about like the logic behind 
the kind of person who would think I'm not, I mean, it's just, there's so many loops and bounds to go through in your head about, it's just weird. So why did you bring up the subject of genocide anyway? Uh, I think it was, I don't think I brought it up. um, No, I'm just kidding. That was, that was me. I I brought it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was pretty sure it was you, but I was like, well, maybe something I said led to that. Well, I mean, everything you say leads to something else, but. It all leads to you know what I'm saying. Else, getting you know what I'm getting these perspectives and uh, pronouns or what what what's the word? Is it a is it a what's the word? What what's the word for a, a like a you or me type of what is that? That's uh, getting those mixed around. That's just uh, us together. Hey, d- now pronouns. I immediately derailed uh, the phone call when when you came in. Was there something that you meant to to bring up on the show? No, no, I just, I just tuned in. I was like, I was, um, I saw the notification and then it was like 20 minutes later or something, maybe even more. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. He's like, I was just chatting in silence with a uh, CJ and, uh, it was just like, oh, you know what? I could listen to hate tech while I chat and possibly even call in because I'm on that energy. I'm on that wavelength right now. So no, I just wanted to call up and shoot the shit. I didn't know what the show was about or what had been happening prior. Yeah, I don't know what the show's about either. What's it supposed to be? It doesn't have to be about anything. It says here, uh, oh yeah, we've still got a a lot of material to get through. Um, Oh oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you had said that your shows, you, you write them sort of. Uh, that's well, yeah. Uh, breaking the fourth wall here just like, for a second. You have a plan going into it. <laughs> yeah, and that's go, true. And I go into these calls blind. Yeah, um, that's great. It's uh, no, it's cool, man. I I like to break it up with uh, with, with the phone calls a little bit because it it I don't know. I think it keeps me thinking a little better. So it's all right. It it's nice. If I could always like participate in everybody's live stream, I would. But it's just like there's so many times where I just don't have that energy. You know what I mean? Uh, it, I love it, I love chopping it up and everything. It's harder to do on LRH because it's I don't know. It's more like about I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I guess it's more about the print calls or about people who've been there longer or whatever. Every time I get on there, I don't have too much to say. Just is there a pecking order at LRH? Does it matter if you've been here for nine years and the other one's seven? Yeah, I think it does a little bit. I think so, but I, I think you can win the hearts of many early on just by being pure or whatever however you want to do it um i'm gonna i'm gonna do a quick purity check in the in the channel and make sure <laughs> that everything is on board it's and it, i don't i don't mean to say it in a way that's like i'm better than anybody or well no it's just, uh, that's know, exactly what you're saying you radiate and i'm putting it out there for you i'm signal boosting this motherfucker to let you guys know that uh, jordan thinks he's better than you and we're saying it, you know. The purity, man. That's not the way I would have said it, but that's that's how it's been presented to the room now. So good luck with that. Jordan, thanks for calling. Hey, no problem, man. Anytime. Well, anytime I can. All right, man. I'll uh, pencil you in for a suck now. We'll take care of the fuck later. Yes, sir. All right. That sounds good, man. I'm going to suck you off real good in the back of a van or something. We'll go downtown uh, with the lights on. You guys ever just drive around in the car with the fucking light on? With the fucking light on? Raleigh T. Sakers <laughs> used to. 
hey, we when we registered the Chronicle, we had to fucking uh, we had to tr- we had to spend like two years getting it back because I thought it would be funny to register the website to Raleigh Theodore Sakers, the real Raleigh Sakers, who, as it turns out, is a dead hobo, and uh, it wasn't easy to get that shit changed back in the former Soviet Union. It was re- it was registered to Raleigh. We fucking wrestled it back, but um, the interesting part of it was is that as long as it took, they never sought verification or proof that it belonged to me. It was, which was good, since again, the real Raleigh Theodore Sakers is a dead hobo, but he's a good guy too. You know, he fucking uh, he he take he held down the fort while um, Doctor Troubadour was unable to take patience Raleigh was in there with the needles playing Raleigh knows his way around a spoon and a big lighter we're only taking a short break and we're going to come right back with tonight's top story story of the night City sewers failed after TerraMax uh, was flushed in large quantities following Dr. Angstrom H. Troubadour's upgrade to the 2020 diet for the modern man.
Troker mobile app. How much can you make? Well, how much can you work? I worked 10,000 hours for Liebel Troker, and I'm still not an expert. I worked 4,000 hours without pay. My little baby got AIDS. The Liebel Troker Incorporated mobile app can help you and your family negotiate insurance policy claims when your baby gets AIDS. It was down there on the river bank. And the baby was drinking that old scum water, and the baby done got AIDS. That's right. Liebel Droger Insurance is here to deny your policy claims in real time, regardless of where the baby contracted HIV-AIDS. My baby got AIDS! Download the Liebel Droger mobile app today and get ready to go fuck yourself. You're listening to Hate Radio. I'm Hate Sec. I'm Hate Sec, and it's beer drinking weather out here. Uh, the Internet Chronicle, Chronicle.su, Hate Radio, home of the hateness half hour you're ever going to hear in a three hour show. And we're doing it live. Okay, we're not... <laughs> we're not fucking around here. We're, we're doing it... Uh, we don't tape it. We're not fucking editing it. Okay, we're just t- turning that bottle up and drinking it till we see the bottom, buddy. We're just getting fucked up. We're gonna take a fistful of Percocets. And we're gonna lay back on Oxys and just drink us one, man. You gonna watch the sun come up. Janet got some mess. You gonna come outside? You gonna come over? Right, what you want? Footballs or oxies? You want oxies? You want zannies? You want footballs? What you want? 
You you looking for red bennies? I'll come out there and I'll suck your dick if you got any oxies. Can I come over there and I'll let Evelyn do that thing that you like her to do? What do you say? A little Terramax never hurt anybody, did it? Uh, you just you just shoot it up and uh, cook it in a spoon. Um, <coughs> Terramax, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your eyes to the horizon. Don't fuck around, all right? This is America's safety. We're going to war with Iran. Take it under advisement as you swallow that fatal tablet of Terramax. A new product by Liebeldroker Incorporated is threatening to tear the world asunder. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-new diet for the modern man, updated for 2020 by Dr. Angstrom Troubadour, threatens to shred the very fabric of society as a fresh, handsome young men in their early 20s are graduating from the Dr. Troubadour School of Nutrition and Sports Medicine. Now, I remember this story came up in Indiana, and Gary, Indiana, still has not acknowledged the Terror Max water crisis where the pipes are busting and eroding and breaking down generally. And a key element in the dietary plan is the spray-on Terramax uh, that comes out of a bottle. It's got a few labels or indicators on it to make up, like, or, or whatever its origin is, there's, like, nothing on the bottle. It says Terramax, spray directly onto the activity centers of your body and wait 30 minutes between applications. Yeah, it's a spray-on Terramax. It's fucking absurd, right? I saw some guys doing this in college with steroids. They'd spray it right on their tits and go into a rage. My buddy, uh, we were at a party. He'd been spraying that shit all over his body, right? I'm kicking his ass at FIFA. He fucking stands up and rips the system out of the, out of the wall, rears back like he's going to hit me with it. I'm like, Adam, are you really going to hit me with the PlayStation 2? Because, uh, you sprayed fucking roids all over yourself? <laughs> it's the same shit with this Terramax. The controversial product is shown to cause nerve damage and paranoid hallucinations of grandeur. Side effects of the drug Terramax include madness, arousal, and an insatiable lust for liberty. And that's Lady Liberty, gentlemen. These volatile properties, Troubadour and his students suspect, have yet to be fully harnessed. Now, where his cunning prescient students learned to substitute vital nutrients for Red Bull, Terramax, and Benadryl allergy medicine per the Troubadour diet, they studied under the young legend Dr. Angstrom Troubadour himself of the Liebeldroker Institute of Medicine, and uh, Troubadour was also the dean of the Troubadour School of Nutrition and Sports Medicine at the center of this story. Troubadour says, when you take a shit, all the constituents for human feces are there. However, he says, on my experimental spray-on terror mist, your movements may re remain regular, he says, but your shit now contains caustic compounds vital to the destruction of threats within the body. Troubadour says, my special acids will break down pipes in the home and even diminish the collective function of all city sewer systems nationwide, not yet equipped for this revolutionary new diet for the modern man. Ladies and gentlemen, this sounds like biological terrorism. Troubadour says this diet is so advanced it's already pushing the limits of the infrastructure itself. Troubadour says y'all motherfuckers be getting ripped, and he knows it. So Troubadour is kind of talking down to us in this story. <laughs> he's being 
He's being kind of shitty, if I might be so bold. Troubadour and his team of professional researchers at Liebel Droger Pharmaceuticals produced a white paper outlining a diet of energy drinks, experimental drugs freshly approved by the FDA, and even liquid LSD. Troubadour said, I told my guys we're not trying to win a Nobel. All right. We're just trying to get super healthy, have a good time, and do the things that men do. Troubadour said, we just threw a little LSD in there, so what? I do wonder, though, if a person was trying to be healthy, then why are they reading the Internet Chronicle? (sighs) Where do you spray that shit on your body? What the fuck is an action area? For some reason, the FDA approved it. They went over it, found many problems with it. Uh, The FDA people are a little more optimistic than they used to be, however, under the Trump administration, and so they passed it with flying colors. Um, Troubadour said it's not the kind of acid that you throw in somebody's face. Uh, He says this is is going into your food. Uh, Troubadour said if you're going to throw acid in a woman's face, you better have the right kind. The FDA said we looked at the shit. It looks pretty bad, if I'm being honest, but it's not 1994, okay? We're not going to sit here uh, pretending like we give a shit anymore. Yes, it had problems. Yes, we passed it. Yes, I used to be a consultant for Liebel Droker Pharmaceuticals. No, I will not perform oral sex on you. You want special treatment? Bring a fucking gift basket next time, okay? And I'll meet you around back. I want a Camaro. Rent it for the night. I'll return it by 7. That gets the FDA out of the fucking way. Now, this was all from a mysterious uh, diary leaflet, like leaked by a shifty-eyed FDA liaison who had a trench coat, and one hand was in the trench coat, and he was, his eyes were shifting from side to side to look. And I guess uh, that explains the note on the ground. So who are the victims in all this? Uh, there's a 45-year-old man named Joe whatever-the-fuck who was at... I, let's, see, let's see what this is about. Well... We'll get to Joe in just a second. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a caller and, and maybe take a second to absorb what we just went over. Radio Hate, Chronicle.su, you're on the air. Is this the neighbors calling to be like, uh, could you not? <laughs> we'll get back to Joe. You fucks, just call and hang up. A 45-year-old guy named Joe. He, at one time or another... All right, all right let's try it again. And then we'll get... And then we'll get on to some more jokes. Uh, Chronicle.su, Radio Hate, you're on the air. Go fuck yourself. Hey, sorry. I would, I would love to go fuck myself. Thank you. Oh, wow. Would you do that on the air for the listeners? Uh, no, absolutely not. Never. Why I'll not? Fine. Well, let's not get into that, just, right? Uh, let's not get dirty right what? all of a sudden. Okay. Are we, um, is this thing on? Are, are we doing a radio show? I, I think you might be doing a radio show, yeah. What brings you to Radio Hate this fine evening? I just want to know if you could, like, suck my entire ass. <laughs> See? Uh, I knew that it was going to get sexual, like, right away. <laughs> like, that's, that's it, though. Just, like, I want you to suck my whole butt up into your mouth. Now, does your ass protrude enough for me to even get my lips around that thing, or am I going to have no. to, like, undo it? It's it's concave. It's concave. What do you mean by concave? How's the butthole come out? It, it, it's, I mean, touch to touch. Do you take your lips on that thing and suck? Um, 
So I gotta, I gotta suck the asshole. There's not even an asshole to suck on yet. I have to suck it out first. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Can you, can you uh, do just like a little shout out to Jordan now? For Jordan? What is that called? Is that called a meat sock? Or it's called something, right? When the asshole protrudes? <laughs> is it called a meat sock? Oh my god. No, no, there's something. What is it called when an asshole... Uh, protrudes, but what's the dirty word for it? A rectal prolapse is like the regular word. That's what we need to achieve is a rectal prolapse, and then I could really suck that asshole. I, I can't do that. But I'm looking at the Urban Dictionary for meat talk and like, uh, elicit take care of copious amount of cock, shiv sleeve or a sheath for a man's member and her butt. I've seen porn like that. Like it can link you for sure. Yeah, where it gets it gets uh, sucked on the side of it. it. It almost looks like an ant eater, like sucking on a broom handle. This is disgusting. Oh, that's a meat. That's the what's okay. a Nevada meat sock? No, no, no. What's, what is a Nevada meat sock? Don't look it up. A Nevada meat sock is when a penis is and it? balls are shoved into a very loose no. asshole. No. It's also referred to as the meat socket. The Nevada meat socket and a plug shove. Does it have sand involved? No. This is just about um this is more about just the the asshole being loose, so it's a Nevada meat sock, but it's when a penis and balls. You can shove it in to the meat sock. You can put the balls and the cock into the asshole Wait, at the what, exact what, same time. What part makes it like Nevada? I don't know why it's Nevada. Maybe it's the shape of it because it's shaped like Nevada. Once you get enough of a dent in there, if you could fit your hog and your balls in there, like they already naturally kind of Nevada is the shape of of testicles and a and a I cock. Dis- I disagree. What kind? Of, what the fuck do your balls look like, dude? That you think that Nevada looks like your balls? I'm gonna pull up a map of Nevada and I'll, I'll just have to describe it to you since this is radio. <laughs> All right. Okay. So how much sand is involved, though? Because, like, I'm not about that. I don't want sand. Everybody knows what Nevada oh looks God. like. It's, let's just call it a, um, a Look, I'm polygon. looking at a picture of Nevada right now, and I don't know why you think it, you know, is, like, reasonable to your balls. What, what do your balls look like? That's what I need a picture of. You know what it actually looks like? Is it looks like a speech bubble. It looks like, um, like Nevada? in a comic book. Oh, yeah. right, that's true. Yeah. I get behind that. And in there, it but could be saying, bald. like, Nevada meat suck. That's a Nevada meat suck for you. Yeah, I still, I still want a picture of your balls to find out what's going on there, because there's no reason <laughs> that anyone should think that yeah. the balls look like a fucking you, picture of Nevada. Do you think that would help if, if, if you actually had a picture of my balls that would move this conversation along? Yeah, it would. Well, um, I'm going to have to see a picture of that butthole, and uh, maybe you got yourself a deal. I, my boss is seeing, seeing a uh, butt plug extruder for me this weekend. Hmm. And I can do like a Play-Doh extruding butt hole kind of situation. Is this the kind of stuff you do for your boss? Uh, no, it's the kind of stuff he does for me. This is your boss. <laughs> Dude, you got your boss <laughs> by the balls. Uh, he's got me by the butt plug? I mean... Does yeah. he have an app on his phone where he can just press the button and it makes it go? He, I just, well, really what I want was a video of a girl putting Play-Doh out of her butthole 
through like an extruder machine. Yeah. Not just Play-Doh out the bullet. I don't want to see that. Like, I don't want to see a big wall of Play-Doh coming out of girls' butts. It's gross. Right. I want to see it like in a beautiful like star shape or a heart shape or like, you know, 10 tiny little like spaghetti shapes. Now, that would be a hell of a talent if the girl could somehow, she had that kind of control over the sphincter to where she could like shape it, like the way you can shape your tongue. Well, Oh, yeah, you can't grab but you can have an extruder, like a Play-Doh extruder, but they have little plastic, like, holes, you know? You like the word extruder? You, yeah, you press it through, and it comes out in the shape that you want, yeah. And, um, yeah. Is, you, is English your first language? So would you extrude it from the Play-Doh device into the butthole and then hope that it came no, back no, out? No, no, no. Okay, so first you put the Play-Doh into your butthole. Like, as much Play-Doh as you can fit. I don't, I don't really know. And you hold the extruder up to it as you shit it back? <laughs> no, but then you put the Play-Doh extruder butt plug into your butt. That's genius. And then, yeah, that's just how it comes out. I that mean, you could just do it with, like, poop or something, but that seems kind of gross. Yeah, I wouldn't do I that. No. Yeah. Yeah, or what about Nickelodeon Gak? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> would... I, don't think Gak would, I don't think Gak has the uh, physical integrity to hold form there. No, it wouldn't you know? hold its form, but it would. It, Gak it's was all so about flippy. the movement. It would look hilarious coming out, and then it would be a puddle on I the floor. I would do that, you know? Like, if, I, if I'm going to. I mean, if I'm already doing the Play Doh thing, I'm going to fall, like. Yeah, I mean, you might as well play with stuff. Was that Gak shit toxic? Because I really played with it. Uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't know, and also the way your butt absorbs things, like, I'm not sure that <laughs> the act, toxic or non-toxic, is something I want to put in my butt for absorption, right? It was called Nickelodeon it, Gack. How what about high on cocaine were they when you they came the up flum with... with, like, little beads and the... I do remember you know, Flom. Like, the Gack. Yeah, how about that? How about that? How about Flom? Yeah, how about I how about I form some butt through my butt extruder? <laughs> you would do that for me and the audience? No, it's not for you and the audience. I was already going to do it. I'm just letting y'all know about it ahead of time. This is like early release. What uh now? What inspired you to get into floaming your ass and Play-Doh and extruding? Damn, dude! I wish if it's some Discord chat, how was up an old uh, internet buddy? What, uh, what are the we looked for hours, though. I, I mean, I, I was in the LRH last night and I asked, I was like, guys, I'm looking for help right now and trying to find a video of this girl, uh, any girl, any man, honestly. Just, I want to see them poop Play-Doh out their butt, but not just through their butt, but through an extruder. Okay? Like, I found videos of girls pooping out Play-Doh, but did they really go the extra mile? Here's my problem with your idea. If right. the butt plug is Thank up you. there and it's got a extruder built into it, it has to be, it's got to be long enough, first of all, to be a butt plug, and it's got to have the integrity of a butt plug so that it doesn't get lost. You have to admit this, right? I'll, uh, no, I'll send you a video of the... Uh, Is it uh, a tiny little thing? No, it's like a cylindrical-shaped extruder that kids use to make Play-Doh How shapes. long is the extruder? Is, is the... Uh, like three, three or four inches. That's that's pretty long, man. Because that means that you've got to put the you've got to put the Play-Doh deep. I mean, have you had anal? Have you had a dick in your ass? Because if you had a dick in your ass, it was hopefully more than three or four inches. You're not right? listening to my full point, okay? My point is, is that yes. I feel like uh, your point is that you have a small dick. <laughs> my point is, is yeah. My point is that I have a very small penis, and you won't let me talk. 
my point is is that if you're gonna that yes i get that that you can take any size deck that's that must be very nice your parents must be very proud but you've got to get the play-doh even deeper than the cock normally goes or a butt plug in this matter and then you've got to have you've got to let me finish and then you've got to have enough control in the in your whole bowel to to start the shit there uh, which you're not used to doing and completing the shit through this artificial fucking play-doh thing four inches up your pussy your butthole and and you're you're fucking you've got to push it from there out and i just i don't think it can be done. Okay. All right. Well, I think you're like, you know, like really just like, you know, belittling me on the <laughs> uh, things that I can do with my butt. Yeah. And also I have some weird videos to show you, which I will. But these guys are just like, they're just like shoving hunks of play up their ass. Like it can't be that hard, right? I mean, I these guys are shoving like entire containers of Play-Doh up their butt loop. So if they can do it, why, why can't I? Why should I limit myself to what you think that I can do? Well, look, I want to I wanna see you try. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to. You're going to be so happy. In the future, like three years from now, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know Play the Butt Girl. She's on my show. Here's you Link. Know, people laughed at Elon Musk when he was like, I'm going to make a rocket go up, and I'm going to fail a lot in front of everyone publicly. And we were laughing, oh, he's never going to do it. And then that, that Play-Doh went up your butthole just fine, and you extruded it out of a butt plug, and... And then we made fools of us for laughing at you. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm going to go now. I uh, hope you have a good show, Hate Suck. I've crossed some good kind of line, you. and I've chased Sage off the show. I have, like, I, have to go, I have to go to Walmart right now, actually. I have to go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Sage has to get to Walmart. So, uh... <laughs> Very busy. <laughs> busy, busy, busy lady. I have busy things to do. Right, bye. Good, Good luck night. at Walmart. She's on her way to the toy mm-hmm. section. Gonna find her way to the fucking Play-Doh. Joe was addicted to cheeseburgers. Okay? He he got on Dr. Troubadour's diet plan. It changed his life for the better. He was eating cheeseburgers. He was all stopped up. He found himself in front of Dr. Troubadour's intake office in a strip mall outside of Gary, Indiana. Joe for all intents and purposes, is a stupid motherfucker, but we're going to continue on. I jumped up in the air and clicked my heels together, Joe said. For uh, on that day, every henceforth every cheeseburger I ate resulted in me shitting an equivalent-sized turd. You know, this is appropriate to say Jay's material. She should have uh, stayed on. Oh, but she had to get to Walmart. She had to go buy butt stuff. Um, Joe said, I once ate a Fig Newton and a balled-up turd popped out resembling a lump of cookie dough. Oh, so for everything he eats, an equivalent size little morsel comes out. But Joe's problem was not with his baby goat shit pellets. Those were cute, after all, he said, and made his kids laugh. The real issue was with his completely wrecked home plumbing. Because of the Troubadour diet, Joe's toilet now exits through a a useless, busted, old corroded pipe just hanging loose in the walls. Throw in this goddamn patented acid-enhanced shit water into the insulation and the floors, which is seeping through the wood and causing thousands and thousands of dollars of damage by the day and destroying even the 
concrete foundation underneath. Uh, but because Joe's two children live down at eye level with his toxic shit water, now they're being treated at Health Insurance Memorial Hospital for skin burns and inhalation. Joe's wife fucking left him. In this story, she has not to be named. Uh, she's vacated the home with their two children. She is now living it up with all the brads and chads she can handle. From the surf shops of Venice Beach to the inlets and coves of beautiful Bombay. They had veins bulging out of everywhere, she texted Joe. They took me to new heights of pleasure. Why would she text him that? That's some sick shit. There's a picture of her right here. Three dudes in the background. Brad, Chad, and... Rad. <laughs> She's got her documents here. She's about to get dicked down. Three strange men will raise Joe's children as their own. As nights became weeks of repeated orgasmic ecstasy, Joe's wife would never return to her foul and ruined man, whose bowel movements still poisoned the air with the acrid stench of death. However tragic that may be, what she still has not realized is that the chemicals in Terramax can, uh, as Dr. Troubadour says, run hot, exiting the urethra. Dr. Angstrom T. advises that his patients use a controlled stream when relieving yourselves like the sick animals you are, or uh, run the risk of fully blowing out your own piss hole. Troubadour says don't come crawling back to us when the end of your winky looks like Elmer Fudd's exploding rifle. I tried to warn you. Sensing trouble, Dr. Troubadour then exited this story through an open window in the bathroom and was never heard from again. Dr. Troubadour, he's kind of a fuddy-duddy, you know? He's here sometimes, and then he's gone again. But the same thing happening with Joe's pipes in the wall is also happening to Joe's intestines and bowels. In fact, his pipes have become so gunky and weak that he had a lamb's bladder installed in his body, uh, and this requires daily surgery. Okay, they have to replace a special proprietary blend of Red Bull over Terramax sold in these convenient non-biodegradable uh, pods. These things never break down. They're going to be inside the turtles and the fishes and the whales and everything. I mean, this was a problem Joe couldn't ignore, though. And uh, once he confronted it, Liebel Joker was there with a litany of monkey's paw miracle-type medicine. They use a lamb's bladder because it's compatible with your body. It's a daily procedure, and uh, yes, it does get costly, but in the, wrong, in the long run, I think folks will see that it's worth it. I personally save so much in Terramax, bypassing my digestive tract in this manner, that uh, just as quick as they patch me back up, I spring up from the operating table and I'm ready to go, go, go. I'm I'm out the door with the savings in my hand. And Joe's doing great. Uh, the diet for the modern man has revolutionized the way Joe and his remaining family experience the world. His cousins now believe they can taste color via sound and have shown an intriguing capacity for detecting predators through walls from up to 90 meters away, keeping America safe from Iran. Joe mails his wife alimony and child support for an undisclosed amount. Something close to everything he's got left. And the kids? Why, thanks to Terramax and Flintstone's chewable tablets, the children are flying around like bats, demonstrating perfect command over their bodies 
as they flutter about the earth in free form. Do kids even, I mean, they know what the Flintstones are, right? They can still take that Terror Max. They're not going to, can they still relate to it? It's not like a Popeye's vitamin. You know, what kid's going to eat that? The fuck is Popeye? That was the least fucking relatable shit. You might as well be talking about Raggedy Andy. That's a fucked up story. I wonder whatever happened to Joe. I think he's going to get sick if he keeps on that path, living in that squalid fucking scum hole. Did did Sejay go to uh, to Walmart, or did she? Um, is she still sucking around? Still sucking her fucking tonight. Have I been doing this through the monitor the whole time? The Jeffrey Epstein shit just got deleted. I think you have to intentionally delete stuff, right? I mean, to overwrite it. I don't think they overwrote it, did they? The surveillance footage taken from outside Epstein's jail cell on the day of his first apparent suicide attempt, so this is not like when he actually died but the first time, has been permanently deleted, federal prosecutors said Thursday. Epstein... The disgraced financier who was facing federal sex trafficking charges was found semi-conscious in his cell. Yeah, we know that. We fucking know that, don't we? But that video is now gone because MCC officials mistakenly saved footage from a different floor of the federal detention facility, prosecutors said in a court filing. It's, it's really interesting that the... There's nothing between the prosecutors and the deleted shit to show on the record. It's like, that's it. I mean, there's nothing. You can out and out say they had to go out of their way to delete that stuff. That's, that might, you know, here's my thing. The, the new conspiracy now is uh, to say that he did do it or that it, like he did kill himself. I've been saying that since the beginning, man. Did you see Harvey Weinstein looking like a frail little old lady on his... uh? On his walker? Who's to say the mic is muted? Is it really? No. You guys are fucking with me in the chat, dude. You guys are fucking with me. Why do you gotta derail the show? Using the chat room to derail this fine uh, journalist. (laughs) Fucking. You guys are wrecking the show. This is an important fucking news show. And here you motherfuckers are threatening me. Challenging me. Don't uh, don't you ever try to stand up to me. I will stomp you down like the fucking peasant peon masses that you are. And, uh, and I'll laugh about it. And I'll laugh and I'll laugh as you cry and cuss and bleed and, and fucking die. Chronicle.su, Radio Hate, you're on the air. Hi, I'm old enough to be old enough to pack a big game. She's very I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Little Jordy, Little Jordan L. He does dick on all of FNAT, right? It looks like my, like literally like my forearm and a fist. Uh, whose cock is so large is that it warrants a phone call? Jordan to O. Jordan O. He's got a bigger dick than anyone that you know. Now that's a nice little rhyme. Jordan O, Jordan mm-hmm. O. He's got a bigger dick than you know. Is that what it was? Then anyone knows? Jordan no, Jordan no. He's got a bigger dick than... Then go fuck yourself. How about that? Uh, I was just in the middle of berating the audience when one of them called in. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not mad about dick size. I'm not going to yell about that. But it's, 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 about, it's about the other stuff. And you know what it is. And, uh, and I frankly don't appreciate it. 
the 1990s, they were doing so much acid, so much cocaine. They literally had a product named Gak. This thing, what is it? Gak? Yeah, we got James Gak for Christmas. <laughs> he loves that Nickelodeon shit. Get him some Gak. <laughs> Get him a red and stimpy thing. Get him the red and stimpy game and some Nickelodeon Gak so he could extrude it out of his asshole. I was thinking, if you put that shit in your asshole, it's going to get absorbed by the the rectal membrane. It's going to bypass your liver and all that stuff. And whatever it is in GAC, you could get it in your body pretty fast by working that slime up your asshole. And I wanted to suggest that to CJ before she got off the... But I don't think you can even get that shit anymore. I don't think it... Uh, I should explain the the album cover here. This is, after all, like the cover of the program. My friend found this record called Love Songs for Number Two. And it's funny because it's number two and it makes you think about shitting, right? And it's also kind of a nasty orange. Um, I've been eating beets, kind of a shit color. And I'm like, number two? And I made the joke, oh, it's probably number two, like, because, you know, God's number one, right? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Because just look at it, right? It's like, love songs for number two. Okay, well, it's not about shitting. And this is his number two piece, right? This is his side piece, right? And God is his bottom bitch. God is number one. But these are love songs for your number two. Just a reminder. I mean, God is kind of, I don't know. So the music is about, like, I was listening to it. And, and yeah, it's, it's about God or whatever. Like, here, let's just check it out for a second. Here it goes. What do you do when you've sung the same song 10,000 times or more? <laughs> Does it mean that the message is any less true than if you'd never sung it before? 10,000 times? Like, how many fucking times have you... Can you sing one song ten thousand times, dude? And in the the so the song is about like how many times can you uh, repeat the same message, right? Without it losing its meaning. It's about continuing to play songs. You're just not feeling it anymore. Like you're maybe you're on the road and you're just playing the same old shit. Like this is probably something that goes for stand-ups too. Like everybody that repeats their that that's what I like about this. I don't have to repeat myself if I don't want to so that I can just repeat myself whenever I want to. But I don't have to. I can I can say different stuff. So I can relate to that, right? Except it's like they're telling themselves that because it's actually a song about your message diminishing with each repetition of the words. And it's that applied to God, of course. <laughs> can be weary, the nights can be long, but that doesn't mean one thing. For a day is coming when we'll work no more, until that day I'll sing. Let me tell of the love of the Father, let me renew your heart with this song. Let me welcome you into the family, our homecoming won't be long. I like how it's love songs for for your girl, but this is still, again, back to the love of the father. It's like, can you give the guy 
a rest. You guys are by yourselves. You got a guitar, you know, you got your little drum off to the side. Let it not be about the father for just a minute and look at each other, but it can't be. They just fucking can't be outside of it. Sometimes I find my cup dry And he sends his spirit to use me and fill me It's not by With his fucking cock I'm my strength but by his that I can Tell of the love of the Father Let me renew your heart with this song Let me welcome you into the family I hope coming won't be So it's just like everything. God can never just sit in the back seat and chill out, can he? He's got to be right there, front and center, every time. And Mickey and Becky, they know it so well. They devoted an entire album just to the principle. And this is so absurd to me. Going so far as to call their love songs album, love song for number two, because who's number one? You guessed it. God. For his coming won't be long. So I was I was looking at the I flipped the record over and I was looking at the fucking at the song list. And uh, you know again, God's number one. You don't fucking forget that if you in reading these songs, it really lets you know. So the songs they they get progressively darker as the as the you flip the record over to side two and it gets even worse. Like so, uh, it's love song for number two. One song, Tell of the Love of the Father, It Hurts Me Little Boy. And then side two, They Said It Was Impossible, He Never Said It Was Easy, Lost Your Calling, Wrong Reasons, Going to Hell is the last song. It's like, what the motherfuck? Uh, Chronicles.su, Hey Radio, you're on the air. <laughs> what was, wait, what were you saying when you answered? Oh, well, I've I've been listening to this fucking crazy album about... You know. Um, well, what is it about? Have you been listening to the show? Welcome to Hate Radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've been listening. I called in earlier. I don't, yeah, I don't know how many. If there's a limit, to how many times you can call, or like, do you just do you? And I'm not saying this from a place of a judgment or or like negativity or like, but do you do you get too so stoned? that you don't you don't recognize the voices of callers past well a lot of people sound or, the same to me like uh cat god sounds like a lot of people that have come on the show too and, okay um, i i talk to so many people yeah it's hard to keep it it is it's hard to it, keep track and you don't you don't like uh and so you don't you don't do the call screening thing you just kind of you just you just think of every call as like a as like a new call uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's uh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, because like one time, I, I well, I I when I was new to LRH, I I I uh, I tried once, I think, to uh, 
to call in like a voice, like a, a silly voice. But he's like, no, he's like, he doesn't like that. <laughs> he's like, he, cause he screams the calls, he knows he's calling and he doesn't allow people to like, try to like do comedic sketchy type, Did... comedic sketch type calls on his show or anything. So uh, I, I guess this is one of those places I could do that. Uh, yeah, I definitely. I, I felt like it. Um, I used to, uh, the, the only way that I ever wanted to talk to load was to do a character. Like I didn't want to go on there and be like, I am hate sec. And, um, let's, I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to, I don't ever like to be direct, I yeah. guess. So I felt like I had nothing to say. So I would call and pretend to be a pizza delivery guy. Who was just making his own way, man? Like I'm just, I'm just making it out here, buddy. I'm carving my own path. I'm just like I got a machete, man, and I'm just chopping my way through the woods. But in, you know, he thinks that in reality the I'm delivering man with the machete. Who chopped your pizza set? Well, into eight pieces of the machete. This is the ro- big romantic idea that I had about myself in my uh, character or whatever that I would call with, but I had to commit to it because. Uh, because I got the vibe, like you're saying, that he doesn't really, he doesn't want to um, fuck around and play well, like that. A, and even if he didn't, if he, even if he didn't screen calls, like, he has a weird way of knowing what people's intentions are and stuff. Like he's always guessing when it's cops on LRH that call in. Right. And I and I like every time he says it, I'm like, yeah, it it does sound like any cop I've ever talked to talks like that. And I I think he has this weird like weird per- perception about people who call in with false intentions. He just knows somehow. Uh, well, he's running a different kind of show over there. I, I run the kind of show where it oh, doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what the intentions are. I, uh, like, just fucking bring it and we'll do it. Right. And more of a, more of a, like, a freeform, like, whatever. I have um, to be careful, though, because, you know, there is still a time limit. Like, I don't like to go over two hours. And um, I, I think I'm about 30 minutes away from there, and um, oh yeah. So I got to be aware of that, and and I also have to be aware of the quality of the call. Like if it's not that good, I got to figure out a, a diplomatic way to give them the boot without being a cunt. Because also, oh yeah, this is a special program where I like to get people who um, don't call into radio shows on. And I want it. Oh yeah. So there has to be a certain, you know, level of quality to the appearance overall, or else uh, I can't get good guests. Right, and it's kind of a, it's kind of like a good thing to like. I don't know if you're if you're like uh, say you are like pretty high or pretty drunk or it's it's fun to have some sort of thing, some sort of semblance of a thing where you're trying to. Uh, you're trying to juggle things at once and keep it in parameters of like whatever, whatever time limit or, or a thing you set to be like for it to be, I don't know. Like it's fun to think about those things and then to like execute knowing you have like boundaries to what you will or won't talk, talk to about or talk about with, or you know what I'm saying? And uh, it's fun to juggle those things in your head. It's my responsibility hey, well, to make a boring caller interesting. And so if somebody calls up and and they've got nothing, oh, I just called to let you know I'm high on Xanax and drinking a beer at the same time. <laughs> I don't. Uh, there's really not much I can do at that point. But 
you know, like, because they're not going to play along or whatever, but, you know. Right, yeah. But um, For me, like, if I had the means to make, an, uh, like, a radio show or something, like, I, and I wish I could, that would be fun, but I don't have a following or anything. But if I were to, I think I, 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 think I could figure out a way to make the most of any call as long as it wasn't like somebody trying to like ruin the show with like noises or something or calling and not talking or you just, you know, it's just like, if it's somebody who's saying something, even if it's negative, it's still like a moment in time that you kind of encapsulate with your encapturing of audio or whatever. And I don't want to you know harp on it too much, but it, it's also, right. uh, um, it, it it's important for me to have material because as long as my material right. oh, is okay. solid, like if, as long as I've, I'm bringing new material, I, I'm really not afraid of a caller uh, being a dipshit because right. no matter how bad this goes, um, there's, there's actual original material for the show always at hand. So it's like, it, it's, it's easier to be playful when there's, um, when there's stuff in the room. I can, you have like a, 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 some sort of safety net type thing you've sort of concocted for yourself and i mean and i say that in a good way I, you know i'm praising it i'm not i'm not putting it down no it's uh it's i, I call it the human I bed i read about it in a book from north korea it's it's just a pile of women behind me waiting for me to go lay on them <laughs> that's my safety net 70 71 or 73 of them it's not it's that now that that many people can't even fit in this room but it's enough for me to lay on and not end up touching the mattress and uh when I'm finished with one, I just roll over, and I uh, now this is all from the North Korean uh, this book I read. But he would uh, one of the little nitty gritty details was uh, he would roll over when he was done with one on that human bed, uh, Kim Jong Il, and he would roll over and uh, fucking poke his hog in another one and go to the bathroom inside her and then fucking go to bed. Go to the bathroom inside her? Is that is he that was, for real? Like is he like telling the truth or is that like some bullshit? This is um, Man, that would be. I read it in a book. It was in a book. Uh, Just great leader things. Supreme leader type of uh, behavior there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Only someone born after a songbird foretold his coming could also enjoy the human bed as much as that guy. To think that, like, maybe you didn't, like, indulge in any, like, I'm, I'm talking, I'm saying from the perspective of, like, I think that, he probably doesn't do any drugs. I don't know. I mean, when you're the master of the world, do you really need to? I guess. Oh, that you're might, talking about but... Kim Jong Un, the fat fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, like, he's not I'm, doing drugs. I'm thinking about like, what could it be that you're so like when you don't do drugs, you're that stimulated by like newness and oldness, or destimulated by oldness that you could just roll over and just and just be like, oh, it's another one. It's different. It's good enough. No drugs, like is that is that really like you're you're hung up on the be? on his life being so good that he doesn't need drugs, or not so good. That's I mean that's one way of looking at it, but 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 in the way that in the sense that it's well, like I mean if I'm going so to the bathroom inside of a so lady on my human just, bed, roll over, just roll over and yeah, go to I bathroom in that woman. Right? Now, is that what you want to do? Or on another one and just be fine with it, or just you know just stop. I, mean, this, I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just you, a lot to think about. I, this is a, this is a lot yeah. to take in. It's it's probably really wetting your appetite right now. <laughs> wetting my appetite. Are you uh, are you getting a, thirsty, man? 
I'm thirsty for alcohol. I have a very low sex drive. I, I can hear your erection through the phone as I describe this uh, deplorable fucking, what a dictator. <laughs> Guy throws people in gulags and, and lets entire bloodlines die out. And, and here you are fucking cranking your hog to the thought of it. No, no. The real, the real, like, the real question behind it comes from, like, when you've done so many, like, uh, sexually stimulating drugs to where, like, you stop that and you forever stop that. And you kind of can't achieve even the mindset of where you were when you were doing them that you, you can't even fathom, like, the idea of, of being just, like, a sober, normal person who just, like, who can only like feel some sort of high from like um, some sort of like form of promiscuity or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, that it, it probably becomes like anything habit forming, and you you end up leaning into it a little too much. Right, or, but I'm saying though, there's like still like a like a like a long portion of time that is just backlash of just like pounding your brain with these chemicals that release endorphins or uh, serotonin or whatever, just just flood your head. And then, like, it can take, I don't know, it feels like it's been years, but it's only been, like, a year and a half or something where you can't even get to where you, when you were, like, a, like a, I want to say a young man in his 20s or something. <laughs> You're saying a lot of yous, but uh, I don't know that I can relate to this so much as... Um... Oh, right. And that kind of ties into what we were talking about before is like with the pronouns or the, or the adverbs or I don't know what it was. It was like, it was I was saying adverbs. it could be from, it's not meant to be taken literally. It could be taken from like your perspective or my perspective. Like the, that, that word, my or you or yours, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter too much in this context. It's just like, it's just an idea more than it is like, yeah. if it's, Literally, you or me. It's yeah. anyone. That's really. a, that's what we. You know, that's what they said to the Native Americans when they showed up on the land and started drawing up deeds. They said, uh, <laughs> Man, well, "This sure. isn't really mine or yours or anybody's or what? what the fuck's this?" You're like, no, no, it is. It's it's ours. And uh, says here no, on this it's piece mine. Of paper. I checked. Like, it's my land, it's yeah, not yours. It's, it's on this fucking No, piece I'm gonna of go paper. ahead. I'm gonna take this land and then. It's not yours, but that's fine because. No, that's are out. you uh, land owning white? <laughs> no, I don't own. I don't own any land. I'm half white. I don't. I don't own. And you're land. half white. Well, the original Constitution doesn't smile upon you, sir. Oh God, I hope not. That was a slave owning document. It's a. It's it's in the it's in the ether now. Everybody sucks the Constitution's dick because uh, it's the Constitution and it's got. Um, you know, protected speech or whatever, and uh, freedom of religion and everything, and you want to have abortions and stuff, but it's like, it's it's a fucking old, old, you know, it's so fucking old that they keep it in a glass case, you know, where... Right, and haven't, haven't we been impeding abortions as of late? Is that what I've been hearing? And when they made it, yeah, it should be enough so. that abortion is good. Fuck the Constitution. You know, when they made the Constitution, that was a, you know, you could have slaves. Like, it was written into the Constitution that you could have slaves. So who gives a fuck uh, what the Constitution says? Like, let's just have some abortions, right? I mean, I can't really say one way or the other. I mean, personally, me personally, like, I don't, you know. No, I enjoy having a good abortion after a long weekend. (laughs) 
I just love getting my get my innards scraped out with like some weird oh god no that's for the, the type the, instrument no no I, I I say it the way people say we're pregnant like we're getting an abortion but really it's her and um I'm just you know I just get to enjoy the windfall benefits of her getting the people, abortion they should say it like that because I feel like it shares like I mean we can reference back to um, Ben Fold's brick. So I can write my own fucking uh, sad music as I'm thinking about her baby uh, getting flushed down the toilet. Right, and it's kind of like, in in his narrative, even though he's telling it from his perspective, he's saying, like, this is really sad for her, but I'm sort of, like, kind of like, you know, it affects me too because it's my, like, baby that hasn't been born. But, like, if he would, like, say it, like, in a way that was, like, no, it's both of Well, I, no, well, maybe... I don't know. An artist's work is hard to discern to a to a um, to a pinpoint. But I, I think... like to make them have my abortions. Right? Yeah, he could have he could have done it in a more. She's gonna have my more... abortion tonight. Come Monday morning, she's gonna be walking tall in them high heels, ready for another week at the office. But tonight, she's Much having my abortion. Break. I read once that uh that like listening to sad music while you're sad is good for you. I'm not really sure how. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But if I had an abortion, I would. Uh, I, I remember. Um, I remember my first abortion. I would, <laughs> you know, I was driving around just looking for somebody to impregnate. And I, I read an article on the Chronicle dot su. Um, Showing where President Donald Trump would uh, would forcibly impregnate his wives and then force them to have abortions, and he he would do this over and over as a means of sexual gratification. Right. Are you joking? Or is that real? Is that... This is really on the Internet Chronicle. Chronicle.su is uh, last bastion of hope and truth for America. Naive, pointless hope. Well, what do you? What do you think, though? Is it? Do you think it's real? What are are you open about your politics on air, or is that, or is this? Do you, is this a persona? Not that you know. Well, this is not. This is not political. This is. Like, <laughs> why do you got to make everything all political? We're talking about forced abortion. Political person on a I'm Saturday night. If maybe there is there is like a, a twinge, a tinge. I don't know. If you listen to anybody yeah, long sorry. enough, you can figure out what they are, but um. Yeah, no, I'm super, I'm very, like, not about politics, and, like, it's fine if you are, but I guess it's, well, I guess it's impossible to be totally apolitical, because either way, if you're leftist, right, or apolitical, you're going to have an opinion about somebody, right? Baby, if you leftist, right, whatever, man, you go, it's going to get political at some point in your life. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's it's really, it's inevitable, like, you can try, and, like, I have tried, and, and Boy, one day, brother, uh, the trying won't be enough, and we're going to have to take up arms against our government. We're going to have to go try to land one, hog. Try to land one speckle of, of any sort of political uh, idea, and it's just gonna, it's going to go over one way or the other, and not the other way. You can't really like, yeah, you can't really like, you can't even say you're apolitical because if you say you're apolitical. Then that's political. Just by saying you're apolitical, it's very—it's like in a—it's like a funhouse mirror, looking at um, itself. 
The true Dao, uh, the Dao that can be named is not the true Dao. I got a lot of show to get through. I I should let you go oh, yeah. and fucking get through oh, the rest yeah, of this. Oh yeah, for sure, man. No problem. Yeah, no, take it easy. And uh, just thanks for taking my call a second time. It's it's good to talk to you. I I I, uh, I think you're cool, man. Well, I appreciate you calling in, baby doll. Thanks for calling Radio Hate. You can call anytime. Yes, sir. Keep it going. All right, man. I'll catch you on the flip. All right, peace. Chronicle.su, Radio Hate, you're on the air. Oh, yes, hello. I didn't know I could get on air because there was another caller. How are you doing tonight, Hate Sec? And is the other caller on the line? No, no, I kicked him off. What's going on? No, what a terrible shame. Nothing at all. I know you're closing down for the night. I thought I should give you a call. See what's happening. See what the word is on Chronicle.su on HateSec and about our great Terramax products. Now, uh, what, what is your, your favorite thing about the product Terramax? Well, the new favorite thing about the Terramax Terror Mist spray-on product is that you could enjoy it in all kinds of sexual ways. Oh, it's As a I sexual descri- aid. Oh, definitely. If you have a partner that enjoys mania in the bedroom, you could incite mania by terrorizing them, spraying terror mist onto their vaginal or anal orifices and just inserting whatever product you wish from there on in. Oh, that's cool. So it's like... Uh... When we were talking about earlier the fucking uh, the uh, actions somebody says in the chat sounds like slats FYI hang up well I guess we're hanging up then have a good night <laughs> what the fuck I've, I have never talked to someone so universally disliked that at the mere suggestion that I should hang up on him he's like yeah Oh, okay. You know who I am? Fuck. All right. I'm out of here. <laughs> For the record, I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know who Slats is. I don't keep up with that shit. Somebody else called. Uh, call. Call again. Um, your area code began with a five. Uh, I know that vocal fry. Yeah, that was weird. He was he was coming at me with the radio voice, like he knew what he was doing. Um. These ballsy people hanging up before the host. Or slash on Fnet. Oh, slats. Oh, oh, he said the uh, he said that old ugly language on the show, and um, it upset Wild Bill Kilgore. Whoops, sorry about the sound. And uh, <laughs> well, slat. Look, man, slats. I got nothing against him. He's just he's loose. He's loosey goosey. Hey, hey, what's going here, on? Here. How you doing? Hey. Hey, I just wanted to call to get the uh, other guy off the air, but he got off the air, so that's okay. No, <laughs> dude, that's yeah, hilarious. I know, I know you're wrapping up. That um, I won't keep you up, baby, babe, girl. I won't, I won't keep you up. Uh, no, and baby, you, you can keep me as long as you need me, sugar pie. I would like to know. Okay, what is it about slats that that even when he found out that's like a that's like a thief that you catch over and over again and you and you see him and he's like oh okay you caught me i'm out of here like what is it about yeah, 
just knowing who he is and him knowing that I know his name was enough for him to be like, oh, okay, peace out. Yeah, let me tell you about Slats. So uh, I, I stream on Twitch sometimes. I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Um, anyway, um, I didn't, I didn't, was, sorry, uh, man. I didn't catch your uh, your handle up front. What was it? Uh, it's Jara. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm kind of a you know a big deal, and Slats wanted help uh, becoming a big deal himself. So he hit me up, <clears throat> and uh, he was like, "Yeah, uh, show me how to stream on Twitch," and I showed him how to use all the technologies. You know, you know the whole thing. You're yeah, doing it. you're a pro. <laughs> Obviously, and, uh, I'm a trained professional. He's on Twitch, right? And it's his first broadcast, and I'm the only viewer. And the first thing he does is open up some uh, big titty bitch porn, like showing her titties, swinging them around. Like, yeah, you see that? I'm like, yep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we see this together, sir. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, So that's that. Yeah, but see, that's not that's not toxic or poisonous. I he probably lost his account, right? Because you can't do that. No, I I didn't report him. I ain't no snitch. <laughs> you were the only but viewer, you so what. you would have been the only person to report him. I like slats. I like people like slats. I like people who are like a little messed up, a little crazy, but not in a way that hurts anybody, right? Yes. That's the best. How did slats uh, hurt someone? No, he didn't hurt anybody. Oh, okay. That's why I like him. No, see, He's that's what I thought too. Way. He's harmless. He's uh he's a beautiful baby. But why is it that when I said, "Oh, you're slats," he goes, "Yep, yeah, all right, I'm out." What did I catch him doing? I don't know. Maybe he's just like used to getting caught out and being asked to leave. <laughs> like that's yeah, that was the vibe I got. It was like it happened so much that it, he he immediately was like, "Oh, I'm not wanted here." Of you course. Know, some people when you call them sir, they immediately think that you're going to say you're making a scene right after. <laughs> sir, please. Hey, the door's that yeah. way. It was that tone. So that that's funny, man, because you did. You called in immediately as soon as you heard his voice on the air. Your call came in, and I was like, well, I should give him a chance and, and see what he says real quick. But Yeah, hashtag hang up. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't keep uh, I don't keep records. I'm not saving people's numbers and shit because I'm not trying to, like, filter. I, I have to be that filter myself. I think it's part of the yeah, fun. Yeah, I it. absolutely don't believe that. I, I'm sure this is all going directly to, you know, the forward administration or whatever the fuck. I've made a list, and I have here in my hand a list of names shown to have listened to Radio Hate. Yeah, like every time somebody calls in, I can hear in the background of your show, there's like a, a dot matrix printer just going nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's going ham, dude. Some fucking needle scratching across a paper of a... Uh some audio recording equipment from 1974. Yeah, there's some bald guy with a mustache with, like, earphones on, and he's going, like, we got him. Yeah, he's got somebody hooked up to a car battery, depending on what I say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm going to let you go. Um, I have to, you know, wear clothes sometimes, so I'm going to go do that. Um, but, hey, good show. I'll be uh, back listening, okay? Oh, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate your compliments as well. Yeah. Hang up on slats. Anyway, bye. Good night. Oh, that's that's true. The show is almost over. Um, I was just getting into the filthy details of pres- the president's forced abortions when it occurred to me that we are running out of time. 
Um, but look, let's recap, okay? The the number two music, you guys are my number two tonight. All right, I don't have anybody special. I was just joking. There's no human bed back there behind me. Um, uh, you're my number two, all of you. Raleigh T. Sakers, he's my number, he's my number whatever at this point, okay? The brain worms, they have somehow made their way to the top of the priority chain. Um, Say J in the chat says, I literally dated Meep for a month with his shitty phone. Uh, Meep has called. Um, Meep called and I think we talked for 90 minutes one evening. Somebody in the chat had to say, like, look, I know you're trying to suck me sheep's cock here, but bear in mind that your listeners are not as interested in the minutia of his somewhat dreary life in Colorado. But I am. I, I love that shit. Like, I, the more obscure and the more absurd and the crazier it gets, the better. That's, uh, that's what I like. Now, He's, they're talking about, like, uh, personal shit in the chat now. They're, they're getting ugly in front of hate sack. You're, look, man, this has been, uh, this has been good. It's been fun so far. I appreciate all you motherfuckers and sons of bitches who were here uh, being a part of it with me. It's, um, it's just that kind of a show. It gets real fucking, uh... Whoops. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the shit in the background he was talking about, like, if you guys actually want to hear it. I've got a list. Everybody that called in tonight is going... That's the sound of your fucking uh, data being transmitted across a number station. Weave has no sane, credible friends. Tonight, I extended this to Weave. I said I'll be his friend. That doesn't mean I'm not going to write shit about him. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking shit about him. Uh, I will. I promise. But Weave needs a friend. We all need friends. Weave's got a, a lot of enemies, man. And I think the, the coolest thing you can do for... Uh, humanity is uh, to love yourself and and your enemies as if they were your friends. Because uh, we we got enough hate. We've still need someone to remind him he's on a rotten path. Not because we hate him, but because he's a person who deserves love, and uh, our dear brother simply needs reminding that we've you are on a dark path. You're on a, <laughs> you got a rotten soul, but uh, you got a friend in hate sec because uh, you know why. So they took my phone away. I got no phone. I got a hate line. You want to get, you want to get in touch with me? Call the fucking hate line. I don't have a phone anymore. I have email. You can email me at hate sec at chronicle.su, and I'll tell you personally. To go fuck yourself. You got a friend in hate. And I and I love my email. HateSec at chronicle.su. Uh, 
I love it the way people on the shaving subreddit, a place for men without fathers, also make their way over <laughs> and uh, into the territory of loving Hank Moody. Um, people are trying to publish my email in chat. Twitch has some crazy settings. If you're listening to this program by any other means and I ignored the chat, it's not because I'm a cunt. It's because I've already got so much going on. This is Radio Hate. And in the words of uh, Mikey, Mickey, and Becky, sometimes my body grows weary and tired from taking God's cock all day. God is shooting his energy jizz into my body. And I'll make it to see another day. Okay? We got through a whole fucking episode of this shit. Like we're a bunch of Saudi princes at the White House. Those number stations, by the way, are going ham over this stuff. If you listen to that shit, <laughs> the uh, the number station stuff is uh, is getting out of control, man. So I don't know what kind of a what kind of a mood this is, but um, this is the end of the hate show. Don't trust hippies. Okay, just because they're wearing Bajas over a fucking Grateful Dead t-shirt doesn't make you chill as fuck, man, okay? Because you can wear those dopey cartoon fucking bears on your t-shirt, but if I look up and you're wearing some bewildered expression like an angry hobo, that's not cool, okay? You, you walk around with this fucking scowl on your face like you take life so seriously that I better not even step in front of you, but you're wearing a Baja? And an open-toed fucking sandal? Come on, dude. Who the fuck are you? That's another example. You are not the person that you dressed up as today. If you don't seem like like a fucking cartoon bear to me on LSD, then we're going to have problems. Hippies. And, uh... That's hate sex thoughts. You can follow the show on iTunes or uh, Spotify or whatever the fuck you use. I don't. You can go to the website, hateradio.su. You can uh, pray. <laughs> pray to Raleigh that the fucking end of this world comes on time like we're promised. Check us out at hateradio.su. Chronicle.su is where you get the uh, satire straight out the faucet. Okay, we fucking spoon feed it to you. It's written. You can print it out and put it on the fridge. You can mail it to your blind fucking grandparents that don't know computers yet. And you can show them what, what they've been missing. All that Fox News horse shit they've been watching. This is what they could have been tuned into. But there we are. Uh, one final thank you to the Freedom Forum Foundation for independently verifying the Internet Chronicle to confirm that, yes, we are indeed a satire news site. And we kick ass. And we're too legit to quit, okay? We were in the associated... Let's not, let's not go on. Just keep praying. Go fuck yourselves. Suck a big meaty cock. Suck an asshole. Do a Nevada meat sock 
on yourself. And get the fuck on home. This is Chronicle.su.